You're listening to The Cinema Sports Club, the podcast that brings you into the roundtable discussion on box office sports. We debate players, coaches, teams, and more. This is The Cinema Sports Club. What's up, guys? Mike Cotard, Danny Hillman, Brian Maurice here for The Cinema Sports Club. Hey. Where we bring fake sports Real opinions to the table. Talk everything sports movies. Today's episode, we are going to discuss something that I think embodies all of our childhoods, and that is Disney Channel original movies. Oh, yes. One of the best parts about Disney Channel original movies was the sports realm and the sports movies that they put out. I think we can all agree here, you know... When we look back on our childhood, we think of the Johnny Tsunamis, the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Double Team, Brink, all of these movies. So we're just going to kind of open up the roundtable discussion here and just kind of spitball back and forth some of the best, and we'll just see where this conversation takes us. But starting it off, so I think the overwhelming popular sports Disney Channel original movie is Brink. Brink, without a doubt. I I don't think any of us are going to disagree with that. I think Johnny Tsunami probably makes a case for a close close second. Yeah. Um, but Brink, for the most part, if you ask any any person who is between the age of twenty four to about thirty two, most of them are saying Brink. I'm thirty two. <laughs> well, Mike, first I got to correct your opening statement because these fake sports you refer to are very real to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So They saved Brian's so life. Check yourself. All right? Uh, to second that, though, the movies just got the soul. Mm-hmm. They were soul skaters. Soul skaters. They did it because they had to. And there was nothing they couldn't do. And also, I thought that movie had the best advice ever. Skate better. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a play on our name. Do you better. Know, just, just skate better. <laughs> And, and they sure did. They sure you know. Katie coming in hot with the quotes, you know? Yeah. Brink's little sister, Andy Brinker's little sister yeah. Katie, comes in hot during the, Dude, she the big competition. All over the, you know, what's the point of having a high metabolism if I don't use it? Like, even the mom's like, well, you got me there. It's you the know. power of Nunya, you know? Nunya business, Nanya. man. So, and, and also, what I, I loved about it is it was classic good versus bad. Oh yeah, you you love the soul skaters and you hated uh, Val, Val, Val and, and Team X Blades. Team X Blades. Yeah, um, Val's one of the uh, best villains, not just in Disney Channel original sports movies. We're talking across the board. He's fantastic. That smirk, that smirk. Oh, dude, he was just the slimiest of villains. The typical high school dickweed. Well, well that actor plays a solid villain role. Yeah. You know, he's been in a couple other movies where he, you just, he, was he Spike? He was Spike. He was Spike. He yep. was. Right? Yep. Um, I can't think of his name, nor great, nor do I want to, but the reason I can't think of his name is because I know him as Val. Yeah. And he will forever be Val. Well, you know, it was the underhanded tactics. You know, on uh, one of our previous episodes, we talked about how, what makes a great sports movie villain. They're always talented, Enough to be the best, yeah. but they still use the underhanded tactics. And I mean, he was one of the best. Um, but when he's throwing the gravel on the road, hurting Gabriella, um, turning Brink against his 
uh, his friends knowing the financial situation of his family with his dad out of work. <laughs> it's just, it's, um, he is the epitome of a villain. And I think that's what made that movie so, so yeah. great. In addition to the fact that I think all of us after seeing that movie, uh, you, I, all of us owned a pair of rollerblades at one point or another. And Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. I owned my pair before that movie. Okay. <laughs> I was the original soul skater. <laughs> and by that, I mean I was Danny Hillman, like, ladies and gentlemen. I was just like Gabriella. I was falling everywhere, just getting all torn up. But, you know, was Brink actually the, the Disney Channel original movie that started the sports movies for Disney? I'm trying to think back. I don't know that it was. I don't know that it was. I don't think it was the first... Um, I think 13th Year came out before that, which yeah, is... Little Giants. Yeah. That wasn't a Disney Channel original. We're, no. we're just talking Disney Channel original. And it... <laughs> Brian coming in hot, you know. Fact check. The guy's been off off the air for a couple of episodes, so he's a little rusty. A little rusty. Go sell a house. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> sell me. a house. Fire's not in you anymore. But let me throw this out there. <laughs> was it a true sports movie, or was it drawing parallels between the Battle of a big corporate giant like Team X-Blades and a small town mom and pop shop like Team Pup and Sons. Oh, it's absolutely that, but it it's, also... It's all the above. Yeah. It's Maybe the they above. need a better marketing campaign. That's where we come in. That's right. But that's for another tale, another They could do better. <laughs> that's for, that's for better, do better live. Do better. But, but no, what I like about that, and like I said, I don't know if it's the first one, but for me, it was the first one that got me drawn into the Disney Channel original movies. To start watching, like Johnny Tsunami, uh, what was it? Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Don't is forget solid. that. Oh, I yeah. did forget about. Um, that. See, see, that's. But that's the thing. I mean, dude, you can go down the list, and the number of Disney Channel original movies that are regarding sports are awesome. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Brink is pretty much the the first one that comes to everybody's mind, and that's the one thing you know. Talking about the villains. Just because I'm such a big believer, if you want a compelling sports movie, you have to have compelling villains. Brink had that, and you look across the board um, from uh, Johnny Tsunami with Brett uh, mm-hmm. to uh, the Lucky of the Iris with uh, Seamus, the Saint of the Step. Mm-hmm. Dude, all these movies just had such Halloween great Town. villains. <laughs> and, and not to Halloween mention- Town was a sports movie. Changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know it was pretty cool about it too that it, it wasn't a mainstream sport. It was more of this extreme sports, yeah, yeah, which was really big in the nineties. Yeah, X, into X Games. Yep, yeah. Uh, it was all around the same time period. And yeah, it absolutely dude, I mean, would have been featured in an obscure sports quarterly. Yeah, the, the magazine from Dodgeball. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, that's what Disney I thought did a great job at. Is they still had like. Like luck of the Irish basketball. Yeah, yeah, basketball. But, you know, Johnny Tsunami with the snowboarding and all that. Like they they captured that. And honestly, like I can't think of other movies that compared it. Like to me, there's no other roller skating movie. I don't know if there, there was is, what uh, Johnny Capahala was the that was skateboarding. No, John, Johnny's Capahala was Johnny Tsunami that was snowboarding, and then I think they had back on board, which was when he got into. Surfing? I don't. Was it longboarding in the in the sequel? Because uh, he was a surfer, he was snowboarding. Done my research. They should do <laughs> another one of it, but he's a competitive street loser. 
Um, I would watch that. No, another one that I guess kind of obscure sports was uh, Alley Cat Strike with bowling. Oh, that's gonna say that, dude. Damn it. Dude, Alley Cat Strikes, um, one of my favorites. So that was good. Man. Before I dropped um, cable TV. I had a bunch of uh, DCOMs saved on my DVR, and I just go back and watch them. And Alley Cat Strike is one of the timeless classics for me. Um, Cousin Skeeter was uh, Todd McLemore uh, in it, who was the hot shot sports yeah. athlete. Like, he was the Joe Montana of football, the Mark McGuire of baseball, mm-hmm. um, the Tiger Woods of golf. He was the supreme athlete. He hangs out with these bunch of quote-unquote losers mm-hmm. because they're playing for the Mighty Apple, the Crosstown Trophy, <laughs> where – they decided on bowling because there was yeah. a tie in the series. So that's another obscure movie that's really awesome. And as you're saying that, that kind of reminds me, too, what these movies did, there's also shows that came of that. And I'm trying to think of the name. I want to say maybe it was called The Jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of my, my favorite shows. Yeah. Um, well, dude, you had real-life stars in that, like Jason Seahorn's one of the episodes I remember where they Steve go to Young, Giants. Jerry Rice. Yeah. They were both in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was awesome. You know, it and with the Disney Channel original movies, what I liked is we all watched it when we were around that age, more or less. So it still had that feel like that could be me. I could be the one eating gravel yes. while going downhill. Yes, you know. Um, but also, it reminded us of um, to wear a helmet. <laughs> yes, to wear always a helmet. wear a helmet. <laughs> But it, it reminds you of uh, the true value of sports, which were issues that dug a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. you know, about the bonds between your Loyalty, teammates. Loyalty, all that. About issues, you know, beyond that, um, and, and kind of learning to embrace embrace that. Well, know? that's what I loved about the the DCOMs was they, they did all of those things. Now, they had their cheesy moments. They, they, they had their cheesy moments for sure. But they also touch on those issues in a very serious manner, which is which is always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the other great sports movies, I guess, going away from the obscure sports like the the snowboarding with Johnny Tsunami, the the inline skating with Brink, and then of course bowling with Alley Cat Strike. You know, you mentioned the luck of the Irish earlier. You have double teamed Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off. Um, was the garbage kicking field goal or the garbage? I don't think it was a decom, but it used to come on Disney yeah. Channel. <laughs> I don't think it was a decom though. Um, but they they did such an amazing job creating these movies and just mm-hmm. drawing you in. So I'm going to open up the floor here, and I guess going away from the obscure sports, what would be you guys' favorite? Mainstream sports, so your basketball, your football, your baseball from from DCOMs. Hmm. Ooh, from DCOMs. Dude, I don't know because Brink is my favorite by far. Yeah, it's not even close. So that's that's hard. I'm actually looking at. I think my skateboarding career lasted about two weeks total. Oh, I I didn't even last that long. It lasted twelve hours when my friend came over with a skateboard, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do this. I'm gonna stick with roller skates." <laughs> So, but I'll go, so I, I guess I'll, I'll go as y'all kind of yeah. touch on and think about what it is. So one of my favorites is Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Um, you know, when you talk about kind of breaking barriers here, so Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, he's this stud baseball player uh, in, in their 
their little league. You know, he is the cream of the crop, and he plays on just a crap team. So they need every ounce of him to be available. Yeah. Well, he develops a liking for cooking, and this is what we talk about when we bring in the social issues. So this movie comes out in the early 90s, or late 90s, I mean, early 2000s. And cooking's looked at as something that women do. Well, of course, his dad is hating him for it and just putting the ultimate amount of pressure, like, stop being a girl, get out of the kitchen, that Mm -hmm. whole ordeal. Um, And then his teammates are pissed off because he's not around. Yeah. Well, then they bring in, you know, Food Network stars like uh, Bobby Flay, who comes in, who's running this big cook-off that he winds up basically just falling short in. Uh, But that's one of my favorite uh, movies, and as someone who grew up playing baseball, you know, that one kind of stuck out to me. And first off, full disclosure, I watch the Food Network all the time. Beat Bobby Flay, Chopped, all that. Me too, Top Chef. You know, like, I I would want to be, I guess, Eddie in this. Well, I guarantee you to go up to Gordon Ramsay and tell him cooking's for women. Yeah. Guy will bite your head off. By the way, uh, July 18th, 2003. Don't stand on the track when the train's coming through, butthead. Thanks to our sound guy. Sound guy bringing trains in here. That's what you hear when Mike talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> when he's going too long. Let, um, me, uh, let me throw one out there. Um, and I guess for me, it's, I grew up with four-wheelers and stuff like that. And, uh, always oh! Obscure sports! But let's throw the gender equality in here with motocross. Dude, that... Motocross okay, so motocross. I don't know how motocross I forgot too. about it, but I'll tell you this right now. Honestly, unpopular opinion here. Um, that's probably my favorite decom. Honestly, I put it a slight edge over Brink. I could watch that movie on awesome. repeat. And what happened? Did he like break his arm or something? Um, it was his leg. They, you know, the dad goes out to the city for the day. Yeah. And um, Andrea and Andrew, brother and sister, twins. Yeah. You know, his dad beats in his head, you have to practice every day, sun up till sundown if you want to be the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he goes out there and practices, but without his dad's supervision, they race for a wager of who has to do chores for the, the next month. Well, Andrew falls off his bike on the last lap, breaks his leg. Andrea's in more deep shit than Andrew because, well, it's the girl of the family. She shouldn't be on a on a on on two wheels and an engine. And, yep. You know, she impersonates her her brother at the competition so he can keep his eligibility to ride. So Push that's some, bra- some boundaries, you know. It was, oh yeah, it was good. It was good. The nail polish shakes off the pump. Yes, and she cut her hair off. She had the. Uh, they looked pretty. It, it was the Disney similar. Channel original movie equivalent of GI Jane. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> that's what it was. Let's just call it like it is. That's a well, good dude, one of my favorite parts. So the the girl or the woman who was running the motocross events was this. You'd know her if you saw her because she's a very popular actor or actress, but you wouldn't know her name. Short black lady, very feisty, and one of my favorites is the very end of that movie. I don't know. Look it up, my maybe. But (laughs) if I get that right, I get a dollar. (laughs) She uh she goes off on this rant at the end when they find out it's a girl. Um, after she beats the French dude that her dad. Uh-huh. Recruited Renee Cartier, who's a total scumbag. Yep. And she beats him in the final race, and he outs her as being a girl. And she comes in and she goes, you know, they're wondering if they're going to keep their eligibility, be able to still ride in these competitions. And, 
uh, the director of the, the racing is like, are you kidding me? Like, you impersonated your brother to pull one over the eyes of all of us, and you're a girl in a male sport? If you don't think I'm going to take you on and bring you into this league, you must be crazy. So she flips the script with her being a woman like, hell yeah, women's rights, let's go. (laughs) So, dude, that movie's dope. I love it. Awesome movie. Makes me want to go rewatch all these now. Yeah, I wish I still had them on DVR. But, um, you know, what about, uh, I guess, what's some of the best characters you saw in the DCOMs? We talked about Val. Val. And, and you could go Andy villains Parker. or the heroes. Yeah. Um, honestly, I loved uh, Johnny Tsunami's grandfather. Oh, know? yes. Shang Tsung. Man. Yeah, uh, Shang Tsung, Mortal Kombat. Let's drop go. Some, drop some wisdom. Yeah. You know, he, he was... Let's, the, let's bring this full circle. Side note, the guy who played Johnny Kapahala's father is actually the asshole in the Karate Kid 2 when they go to Japan. Fun fact. Really? Take oh, yeah. Chew it. It's delicious. Only you would know something like that. Well, I I host a sports movie podcast. <laughs> I know these things. Glad to see you still got the fire in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, uh, Johnny's grand- the bottom, just inside joke. I feel like we're missing something here. But no, Johnny's grandfather, though. Double teamed. Double teamed. I mentioned that at least Yeah, No, I know that, but we haven't discussed it, Michael. Yeah. Um... Speaking of Asian actors, the coach and double teamed. <laughs> but uh, no, Johnny Johnny Tsunami's grandfather though, um, the original Johnny Tsunami. He he was one of my favorites. Actually, Katie from Brink was one of my favorites yeah. too. But I mean, and, uh, like I said, I'm biased to that movie. Like that, I obsessed about that movie. Yeah. Like come home every day after school, and it was Disney's home run hitter. Like it was yeah. always on. I yeah, mean, and I'd watch it every time. It's some great shows. Are, uh, lacking. Did not know that in motocross you had uh, actual riders in it, like Travis Pastrana. He was in it. He had a cameo, yeah. Jeremy McGrath. Yep. So it, that's, that's when they were huge. Ricky Carmichael was, yes. he, was he in that one too? He was the man back then. Kind of what you were talking about earlier, though. That's what's really cool about a lot of those DCOMs is taking. And running with the whole X Games popularity aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Just because, dude, no one talks about it now, but you look at some of the stars of the late 90s, early 2000s, dude. You know, Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater was one of the hottest video games on the market. Mm-hmm. Just from Tony Hawk, I mean, dude, you had Chad Muska, Bopper, and Quiz, Bam Margera. Like, yeah, all these... Out. All these major players, and then, of course, you have now, who's still relevant to this day, Sean White. The Flying Tomato. Yeah, flying tomato, baby. But that's what's cool, man, is it brought a lot of the a lot of that uh, flair and that popularity over to the to the Disney Channel just because it was so popular. Like, and you, I think all of us here could say this as a kid. I mean, I think there was always those kids in the class who were playing with the little finger skateboards oh, in yeah. class all the time. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. it was huge, man. Um, but trying to, I'm I'm scrolling through seeing if we. We're missing any, uh... Yeah, so... But overall, um, so Brink, aside from Brink, what would you say your guys' favorite of the, of the crop is? Um... I mean, it, it, Johnny Tsunami's up there. I actually like Double Team. Like, I know Mike doesn't want to talk about it, but, you know. 
Who said I didn't want to talk about it? Double Team's awesome. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, but, I don't know, it just, every time those were on, I guess it was like, it was, it was that kid to teenager equivalent of like watching Family Guy or Adult Swim. Like it was on, you watched it. Yeah. You know, when fast forward into like college and stuff. It was so or, wholesome though. And, you and know? now it's now it's throwing the office on Netflix at night. Ooh. Full sleep. And <laughs> yeah. if you don't do that, you're doing you're doing life wrong. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Dude. What, what we got? So I'm just looking here at some of the list and before I jump into several others that we've missed so far, um, one that I really liked, which isn't a huge sports but I think this one resonated with me because several of my great fa- friends, which actually went to school with Brian here, um, Mike Buddy, Matt Panero, um, guys I hung out with all throughout oh, high school, big wrestling guys. You know, they were yes. they were wrestlers at Rummel, and uh, the movie Going to the Mat, which starred Andy Lawrence, one of the Lawrence brothers. Andy Lawrence was on a lot of Disney yeah, Channel. but he starred in Going to the Mat where he plays a blind wrestler. Um, Wayne Brady was actually in the movie. He was a blind musician who kind of mentors him through it, you know, just overcoming the barriers. That was a real feel-good movie because I remember um, um, my, my good friend Mike and I, you know, they premiered a lot of these movies on Friday nights. He happened to be over at my house. I remember watching that with him because he was in, I think, eighth grade at the time, just started wrestling. Um, so we watched that, dude, and that's actually one of – one of the better movies that, that goes unmentioned. The, yes. Going to the yes. mat, yeah. I forgot about that one. I really like that one, too. Yeah, it's one of the ones you really just don't think about. But so. it, that was a good thing about all the Disney Channel original movies. And I'm not just saying sports. Yeah. Because if we opened this up to all the decons, it we'd be here all day. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but that's what I liked is if you saw that it was a Disney Channel original movie, you would watch it. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, it instantly had that credibility. Of, yeah, it's gonna be. A There's good just movie. so many, dude. Outside of sports, too. I can't think of a bad one. To yeah. be honest. right. One that I just said, wow, I did not enjoy. This one movie. that, again, another obscure sport that kind of breaks that social barrier that we were talking about earlier is one of the big childhood or child stars of our generation, Frankie Muniz in Miracle in Lane Two. Mm-hmm. That was another one I just saw. He's a soapbox, yeah, soapbox yes. derby yes. racer, which was awesome because he actually did competitive racing too. Frankie Muniz, yeah, professional race car driver. I think. Uh, did not. Well, I don't know if he ever went professional, but he drove a lot of Indy cars, uh-huh. stuff like that. Wow. I think he had an accident. I think he did too. But he plays a uh, what in the movie or in real life? In real life. Oh wow. I'm not, I'm not sure. Doesn't he have some crazy disease now? Something like that, yeah. But he, uh, in the Did movie... Did he die? He might have died. No, he's still alive, I think. I know, I know he got... But he, he has the problem of acting alongside a guy that everyone confused with Neil Patrick Harris as the oldest brother in Malcolm in the Middle. Uh-huh. Everyone thought he was MPH. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> um, but Miracle Only... <laughs> Miracle Lane 2, so... I was not expecting that. <laughs> he's a soapbox derby racer. He's got spina bifida. His two brothers... Bifida, yeah. He's His two brothers are big-time athletes. He's tired of being the guy that just sits on the sidelines cheering on his brothers. He wants something for himself. Mm-hmm. So his next-door neighbor, who's kind of quiet, he lost his wife and daughter in a car accident, I believe. So he's kind of a hermit. Irony. And, uh... <laughs> 
he uh, he finds out that his daughter was also had a disability and would do soapbox car racing after he snuck into the garage and everything. Eventually gets the guy to help Perfect him. Perfect alternative. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, dude, that's just another really great movie of just kind of breaking the barriers. So let me ask you this. Let's, let's rewind 15, unfortunately, 20 years ago. If there was a Disney Channel original movie to come out that never did, what would you want it to be? What sport, what... And, and try to keep it, like, don't just say football. That's, you know, that's a lazy way out. That's the um, thing. There really, there wasn't a football movie, though, with Disney No, but, but I'm saying, like, they hit on those obscure sports. Call me crazy, but I want to see some volleyball. Volleyball would be a good one. Because I just love You got a little taste it. of it in double team, because that's what they converted yeah. from to basketball. But there, it wasn't the main focus. Competitive curling would be my answer. <laughs> I knew you were going to go curling. <laughs> it absolutely would. I would want it to be like some desolate town in like Alaska, and there's nothing to do but go curling. You know what would be really cool? Actually, cricket. Cricket would be a cool one. So... That is a high-action, fast-paced sport. You see a lot of crazy that no one plays. understands. No, I don't uh, understand it, but I'll see a highlight from cricket. I'm like, that was cool. That just, was impressive. I know the boogly. <laughs> um, rugby? Rugby would be Rug- a really Oh, cool dude, one. that's right up Brian's alley. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That'd be a cool one. Like, like, that's what I like. That's what they did so well was that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, bringing things to light that otherwise probably – don't get the credit. Wouldn't have made the big screen anyway. Yeah. You know. Um, one that kind of going away here though, that I'm looking at. One of my favorites that I just forgot about as I was going through this list. Y'all remember Full Court Miracle? Yes. With uh, Alex D. Lenz, he was a huge um, child actor. Home Alone Three, Max Keeble's Big Move. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was he, he a liar. Liar. No, not the same kid. Not the same kid. No. Um, but uh, Full Court Miracle, so he goes to a, uh, an all-Jewish school, and his mom's, again, anti-sports. Dad loves old-school basketball, um, and their team's awful. So, you know, they uh, they tell the story of Judah Maccabee, which, of course, encapsulates the end of the movie. So just another really good movie um, overall. we got to see who he is now. Have fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, he right, you, right. yeah you'll know him if you see him. I mean, yep. he's he's been in a lot of pretty big childhood yep. movies for us. So, Full Court Miracle is another good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that the DComs were they were my childhood. Yeah, I'm not I mean, even I'm not saying that to sound dramatic. I mean, I think every they made day after who school. I am today. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I'd Between say Jay jo- Arnold and I would say George Feeney yes. made me who I am today. But which you could find on what channel? Disney. Thank you. I rest my case. <laughs> the jury's <laughs> jury's out. <laughs> That's how you debate. <laughs> but, but but no, I mean, the, it really was the case because we. We're all getting to the the age now where we can be like, well, back in my day, we played outside. You know, and it it's true. And but, it's true. But that's us now. Well, we had a um, game of horse right before this uh, podcast. Yeah, I won. That's not true. You were first eliminated. <laughs> that's not true at all. Look at your eye. But but really. Exactly. I beat you with one eye. How many times after watching Rude. these movies did you go out and... 
Yes. Yeah. Engaged. That's exactly what I'm you saying. Know? Dude, if Brain came on, so you could true. pretty much guarantee I was going outside and rollerblading. If Full Core Miracle double teamed any of them came on, I was going outside shooting hoops in my driveway. It, um, and it saved you on rainy days. Yeah. You know, and, and like for me, get the Val Look in the camera, get the Val look. <sighs> Gotta give Brian that. I mean, he's oh. got the Val Horan impression down yeah. to a T. Yeah. But, uh, solid. I mean, dude, you, that shows up blue steel right there. It still hurts. But, um, <laughs> but no, like for me, growing up in upstate New York, I'd watch something and, like, Johnny Tsunami, like, I can remember going to, like, Walmart, getting a just, like, $25 snowboard. Yeah. Snowboards are things you ride in the snow. I know you guys don't get it down here. <laughs> Thank you. We have, Thank we you for a, that clarification. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't sure what that white stuff the was in the movie. Know. But you know, we did. We did the. In New Orleans, it's not snow. We, we skimboarded. We skimboarded. Yeah, that was our so, surfing, our snowboarding. But growing up on a farm, we had a we had a hill. We set up a jump. My brother and me, you know, we were. Uh, That's for a year cool. apart. By the way, another great Disney show. My brother and me, um, but. Insert plug. It, it made you want. Yeah. To do all of that stuff. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, it, it was like, hey, watch what I do now. And I, and I feel that's that's kind of lacking now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the reason. Also, I really feel like we missed the boat on a class action lawsuit because we, we could have sued Disney for all the broken bones and everything. Like, yeah, I, Andy Brinker told me to do it. I was just trying to be Andy Brinker. You know, <laughs> like, so. But no, I, I'll put it to you this way. If Brink came on today, I would stop everything and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. And well, if dude, you tried to get me away from it, I would yell. I well, would raise my <laughs> voice and I would tell you to get out of I mean, my house. Yes. So talking about the impact of Brink and how much it has on our generation. So it's funny because I can go back on my Facebook memories and like when I was in college and stuff like that, like I'd have these posts at 12 a.m. Holy shit, Brink's on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Or I'd have a screenshot on Instagram of me watching Brink. And, dude, it's guaranteed there's going to be a couple of people that comment, Dude, no. what? It's oh, on yeah. right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And how many kids you think could skate today? <sighs> or that have ever encountered a pair of rollerblades? Well, I mean... And that, that's just... Rollerblades are well, like, let me let me tell you about like this right now. Computers. Let me tell you about this right now. <laughs> they're they're at awesome point, though. At this point, they're mythological I went, beasts. <laughs> I went to uh, one of my nephew's birthday parties at uh, Airline Skate Center. Uh huh. They're all using the walkers. Every single kid in there. Oh god. There was Dude, none I, of that when we were kids. You were going with I the skates without three sixties. Yeah. And everything. You were going Spend without aid. Yeah. You fell. Like, you get up. I tell you, in the last few Make months, sure the I wrist wasn't broken. Like, yeah. I got like two feet of air. I'm afraid a car is going to hit me, though, just because they say, look at this guy rollerblading. Yeah, I know you're gay. How do you? Rollerblading. <laughs> dude, <laughs> call me crazy. I rollerblade. Oh, right uh, dude, I used to rollerblade. Yeah. I had the K2s, man. With the, dude, yes. With them, like, 18 bearing wheels, man. They were smooth. The, uh, I would rollerblade while yo yoing. I remember getting them at. Sports, oh, Sports Authority. Authority. I used to work there. In uh, Elmwood. Oh, the Elmwood store, yeah. getting those skates. Oh, my God. Dude, I still remember. I still remember. So there's a house five, five houses down from my parents. And they had a cool porch because 
they had a little drop off on the porch, but then also their walkway to get to their mailbox, there was a small like steep there. Um, so I just remember always going to that house and rollerblading and it was across the street from where a couple of friends that I hang hung out at. And we used to just sit there and make that jump all day. And we were like, dude, this is dope. You look at the air. This was the super smooth, like, garages and porches where the... Oh, yeah. Where they, where they got the cement real... Yeah. yeah. Big, big. Full disclosure, you can check fact check this with family. Like, my brother and myself got in trouble for rollerblading inside our kitchen. <laughs> like, just doing laps around, you know, a, a 10, <laughs> by, awesome. 10 by 15 foot kitchen. Rollerball, baby. Good old days. Yeah. You know? yeah, and then that craziness... I think that's what ended the roller blade. <laughs> like this is what happens when Val wins. <laughs> Imagine a world. Turns out Chris Klein is actually Val. That was that was some crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, they got they got roller the roller girls now. Yeah, that's huge goes. now. Yeah, it is it's weird. But um, other than that, I mean, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Do we have anything we want to add before I'm we? I'm sure wrap there's up? something we're missing, but we'll let. Uh, audience chime in on it yeah. right absolutely i mean i if i had to vote i mean my my clear number one's brink all right so let's do that real quick let's round table a couple of questions okay. here number one sports decom for you is brink, brink. for you brian <sighs> i really want to go brink but cheetah girl i feel like i can't now you can so i might uh I might go motocross though. mine is actually motocross which i kind of yeah. established earlier well, so well, i'm young. going brink then that's fine I'll be the odd man out. And that's how you... I mean, that's, that's how you debate. That, <laughs> that's fair that you do that. I mean, I whooped both your asses in horse, so... Yeah, whatever. Fire's not in you. Michael beats All right, horses. So let's go with this now. Uh, keeping the round table going. Danny, your favorite protagonist in DCOMs. See, I'm going to go chalk here. It's Val. Oh, I'm sorry. Protagonist, not oh, antagonist. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, it's... it's Actually, I'll switch it up. I'll go Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Brinker. You're going, going Brinker? It's just pure good guy. I chose Johnny Tsunami. So Big you heart. Can do that. I want you to know that. You want it? Thank you. I'm also uh, taking Johnny Tsunami to break that tie. Yeah. That's how you do it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, and then anta- antagonist. I mean, I Val. think I think everyone's going to go Val. Val there, huh? It's just so devious. Yeah. That was a piece of shit. He made he made Boomer turn on him. But um That actor loses at everything. <laughs> wait, which one? Val or Boomer? Val. Oh he yeah. Sure yeah, you know, he lost in a little giants too, so I think he lost in life eventually too, too. Now as far as um don't forget. we've pretty much hit on all the all the mainstream sports too, so if you're gonna go mainstream sports again, last question here, round it off. Best mainstream sport, uh, DCOM. Du- might be double team. Double teams? I like double team because it took two sports in one. That was a good story, too, yeah. about twins making it to yeah. the WNBA. It had the real life factor yeah. to it, so. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, man, I feel like I want to cover something else, but motocross stands out to me there. That's, well, I wouldn't call. I just, I love. I wouldn't call motocross mainstream. I mean, motorsports are pretty mainstream. Well, let's go. Let's go sport with with a ball. With a ball, um, I guess I'll go uh, one that's on television for more than a week and a half a year. What was it? The miracle shot. Uh, 
uh, Full Court Miracle with yeah, Alex Lins. You know, it was a heart, that was a good one. heartwarming. And, and then, uh, in the spirit of March Madness, you know, like, I'll go. I'll go look at the Irish for for mine. So I'll have basketball. There was a lot of basketball decom. So there was. You know, there wasn't too many of baseball or or uh, there was no football. So I need Space Jam one. Space Jam all day. <laughs> but, uh, spoiler alert, Space Jam 2, you know, that's going to be happening with LeBron. We'll Yo, see how that goes. Jesus. That could be another topic for another day, but that's it for this episode. It's they the Cinema Sports Club. The they don't make the playoffs. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, with that being said, for Danny Hellman, Brian Maurice, I'm Michael Hotard. We'll see you next time. More Cinema now. Sports Here Club. Come see ya. Bye. You're listening to The Cinema Sports Club, the podcast that brings you into the roundtable discussion on box office sports. We debate players, coaches, teams, and more. This is The Cinema Sports Club.